Losing Weight to Gain Control. Today's podcast, my guest, Jasper Brown, and his weight loss journey. Hello, it's Gwen Alexander here with you with today's episode of the Losing Weight to Gain Control podcast. And I am so excited because today I had an interview that I did with my friend Jasper Brown and his weight loss journey. Now, before we get into the episode, I wanted to invite you to my webpage, thegwenalexander.com. That's T-H-E-G-W-E-N, alexander.com. And while there, you can sign up to receive my Losing Weight to Gain Control 14-Day Get Started Guide. A lot of people tell me I don't know how to get motivated to start or I don't know where to start. So this will help you with that. And you can commit to 14 days, can't you? So go to thegwenalexander.com, sign up where it says click here and put in your first name and email address and then it'll be delivered right to your inbox. And so here we go into today's episode. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Losing Weight to Gain Control podcast. And this is Gwen and I have my first per, my first guest with me today that I'll be interviewing. And his name is Jasper Brown and he's a friend of mine and he has lost 70 pounds. And he is a, a substitute teacher for middle school and high school. And he lives in Canton, Illinois, here mm-hmm. where I live. And he is also the assistant speech coach. Right. Here. So I have Jasper here, and we're just going to jump right in with the podcast. So how are you doing today, Jasper? I'm good. How are you? Good. Um, I'm really excited because you're my first guest. I I know. Special. Yes. So uh, I can't believe this is going to be episode, I think, 26. So you're number 26. (laughs) I wanted to to get you done last month, but it just didn't work out. And I think it's better we do it this month. I think it's, yeah. Well, another thing that I thought was cool is you're you're a guy, you know. Right. Well, you're a guy, <laughs> right. but but you know, I think there's probably more women that might listen to my podcast. But you know, there's some things I wonder about guys when they right. you know lose weight. Is it the same thing like a woman? So we'll kind of maybe okay. talk about that today. But um, I'm going to go ahead and kind of just ask you to tell us, you know, about a little bit about yourself more, you know, about when you were growing up and you know how okay. was your weight of struggle then or. Um, it- it was so I grew I grew up in Canton and so this has pretty much been my home except for college I went away um and I started off um, I was a really thin kid um and we found out about kindergarten that that was because of my tonsils <laughs> so I had these huge tonsils so they would prevent me f- from like breathing and I had issues sleeping and that they, they thought that I was um cuz I didn't eat like as much as I probably should have. And they thought that was part of the problem is because it was blocking um, the path. So I had those removed. And then, you know, I could, I, I noticed in myself that I could eat a lot more and that, um, I could, it took a lot more to get me full. Um, and so I always grew up too with the idea that you have to finish the food on your plate like that. Yes, I did too. I grew up in the South. You finished everything on your plate. Exactly. Because <laughs> um, I was raised by my great grandma. And so when I was five or six, she was like 76 or 77, I think. Um, and so she grew up during the Great Depression. And so she knew what it was like to have no food on the table. So it was expected, you know, this is what I made. 
Um, mind you, I didn't put the portion on my plate. The portion was made for me. <laughs> I know, I grew up the same way, too. Okay, so you said that, you know, you grew up with your great-grandma saying, you know, you need to finish everything on your plate. And do you still kind of do that now? Or I still find myself thinking like that, especially if I go out to eat. I try, so... I read somewhere that if you go out to eat, you should say, can I have the box when you order the food so that as soon as you get your food, you have the box and you can automatically put some away. Yep. So I try to do that, but there's sometimes <laughs> when that just doesn't happen. And so they give you this huge portion <laughs> and I still manage to eat. And plus you paid for all that, <laughs> you know, that's what I think is I just right. paid for that. I don't want to. You know, even if I take it home, I might not finish it, you know. Exactly. But, you know, sometimes when I used to eat out, I would actually still, like, take it home and finish it thinking, well, I paid for that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or you're like, I just don't think this will taste very good warmed up, so yeah. I'll just eat it all right now. So that's kind of a habit that you picked up from childhood, is just right. you eat everything. Um, how was it when you were in high school? I mean, were you, after, you know, you said your tonsils bothered you? Right. Um, so in Canton... Um, it's a predominantly white town and I was, I'm mixed, so I'm half black and half white. And so I was always different in that fact. I looked different from anyone else. And so when I started to gain weight, like as little kids, like you're trying to figure out why everyone's different, why the world is the way it is. And so I would get called names like Brownie or Oreo. And so my idea of coping with that was with more food. And um, luckily, as I got older, um, and still now, I think I'm because of my height and just how my body is, like my weight doesn't go particularly to one area. And so it kind of distributes out well. And so... Um, how, how tall are you? I'm 6'3". Okay. So it's like <laughs> there's more space for it to distribute out. <laughs> and it doesn't... I, some people, like, it'll go to their stomach or their mind just kind of goes, distributes Aaron. out. Yeah, I think for guys, usually it's said that their their weight goes around the midsection mm-hmm. and women are in the lower body, usually. Right. So, yeah. Um, when I was in high school, I kind of went through the same thing. You know, I didn't, I kind of stopped growing, I think, in junior high. So, the weight oh, only I could go you. out. <laughs> I couldn't go up anymore. <laughs> so, that was the only way to do that. Uh, so, in high school, you know, you said you were, you were called name. Do you think it was... That was how you were dealing with the feelings as you were using food. I think so. Because um, by high school, I kind of had figured at least my, as much as you can figure out your identity in high school, I kind of had figured out where my place was because um, like as a little kid, like I, I was, I looked different. I didn't have them. I mean, I had a mom and dad, but they lived in a, a community that was about 40 minutes away. So I predominantly stayed with my grandma. And so that's different. Like most people don't live with their great grandma. Um, and so my life was different. And so I think it took to high school to kind of process that and kind of accept like, I am different. This is different, but that's okay. Kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, I still struggled with food. I think I didn't start to really, um, understand food and work on food and all of that until college. But at least by high school, I kind of was okay, for the most part, with who I was and mm-hmm. what I was. 
How, how old are you, if, not, if you don't mind me asking? I just turned 24. Saturday was my birthday. Oh, well, happy belated birthday. <laughs> so this is a birthday podcast. Right. No, we're not eating cupcakes or cakes. Okay. No, we are not. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in high school, it was, I. it's funny you say that I lived with my grandmother, actually, and, and I used food, like I said, I used food as a way to cope, but... Um, when you were in college, what was it? Did you take classes about nutrition or you just finally said, I can't do this anymore? Or? I think it was it was kind of a combination of things. One, I think, you know, you just feel tired when you're not eating well. And in college, like some nights are late, you know, yeah. writing the papers and studying. And I didn't feel like I had the energy to necessarily do things um, that I wanted to do. Um, and I also felt like there were some things that I just couldn't do that other people did. And so I wanted to be able to do that. And two, I think with the way our world is now, there are so many things that talked about like, you know, empowering yourself and finding yourself and losing weight and being happy. So I, you know, it's kind of cliche, but I would watch all those. And I was like, you know, I, I feel like that could be me. I really feel like I could do that. So did you have like a low point then? I mean, I know some people say, well, I had a point where the doctor told me, you know, you've got to do this. Or, you know, somebody said something to me like, you're really fat. You you know, did you have anything like that in college? Or I think the low point was probably myself. I'm one of those people where I kind of have high expectations for myself all the time. And I'm always trying to push myself to do better and be better. And so I think it was more of me just looking at myself and being like, this is just not what I want to look like now. And especially, I <laughs> I can still remember this. I remember reading an article, and it might have been when I first started losing weight. But it said something about, like, people's skin, um, like, if you lose weight, it still responds. And, like, they're, like, early 20s, but the yeah. older you get, like, the harder it is for your skin. It doesn't bounce. It doesn't come back. Right. I, I, I do that sometimes. I'll sit and just <laughs> Oh, how fast is my skin? Because I'm going to be 40 soon. So I want to see, is my skin still elastic? <laughs> and I was like, well, man, like, and I just read like, it's so much, it's harder the longer you wait to lose the weight because um, your body changes. And so I'm like, and you know, like, this is really the time if I'm going to do it, I need to commit to doing it now so I can get those habits ingrained. Because I mean, even though I've lost weight, there's still times when you gain it back. Like yep. you're not as good about, you know, you're exercising or keeping your portions the right size or um, going out to eat. Um, yeah, I think some people think that it's a steady journey down. You know, there's times when you're going to go up, right? You know, and then it's like, oh, what did I do? Yeah, I figure out what did I do. Okay, then you get it down again a little bit more, and then you might go back up or it might plateau. <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, have you had that where it wasn't just a steady? Oh, for sure. I would say right now, I just kind of had a not a low point but one of those times when you start to go back up and you're like what am I doing with my um, myself I, I think for me what really always seems to kind of initiate those is when you plateau yeah because there's those points when you're like losing and you're losing and you're like wow I'm like on a roll and then you you stay stagnant yep um and I think those are hard because I think for a lot of people we focus so much on the scale and that number. You're like, man, I just really want this number. Yep. And so you just like idolize that number. And when you stop getting towards that number, you're like, ugh. And so sometimes I find 
Like, I won't intentionally be like, I give up and I'm just going to... It'll be like, uh, I was really busy. I'm going to go through the drive-thru. You start making the little changes. Uh Those small... Actually, I usually say small steps lead to big results, but I'm talking about, you know, they get you where you want to go, but those small steps backwards can get you where you don't want to (laughs) go. Exactly. You know, too. So Mm -hmm. that's why um, one of the things I tell people, I follow the 90-10 rule. 90% of the time I'm on Uh and another 10% isn't so bad right instead of 80 20 yeah because it doesn't take much to slip Mm -hmm. back into that old habit it doesn't especially i think the hardest thing for me on the weight loss journey has been you know they always talk about rewarding yourself yes you're supposed to have rewards for what you're doing and what i've found is when i've been on those tracks to lose weight my reward's still been food like Oh, I worked out really well this week. I did really well. I'm going to go out to eat. I'm going to go to that buffet yeah. and I'm just going to eat whatever I want. Yeah, and we kind of undo our process, right. our, our progress that we made. <laughs> uh-huh. And I think because um, I, so I lost a bunch of weight in college. I think I probably lost 70 or 80 pounds in college. And so I lost all of that. And then I had a loss of my grandma that I lived with. And then... Um, with all, with when you lose someone, you know, there, there's so many, like your family just changed and she was kind of the... Like your rock. She or... was the rock of the family in my life. And so processing that and then it seemed like that thing led to like six or seven other things that happened. And so throughout that, I didn't gain it all back, but I gained a good 40, 50 pounds back. Um And so after that, after college, I was like, wow, like I did all this work. I lost all this weight and I gained over half of it back. (laughs) And so I'm like, so since then, um, I've been out of college for two years and I think it probably took six to eight months after college to make that realization. And so I think I've been at the journey for about a year. A little over a year, probably by now. Yeah. So you, how much have you lost? You, I said seventy pounds, right? Hey, seventy now. pounds is right right now. Is uh-huh. what your ultimate goal? My goal um, would be to lose, ideally, thirty to forty more pounds. Because mm-hmm. right now I'm not, I'm healthier, but I still think there's a lot of ways that I could be more healthy. If that makes well, sense. well, yeah. There's always you know more that we can do. Mm-hmm. Some of it. I always tell people not to just, like you say, focus on the scale. I mean, look at what you could do before. I mean, what are some things that you do now that you didn't do maybe before, you know, you lost the weight? Exactly. So one thing that I found with myself is that I need to view it as a lifestyle, right? Another one of those key points, Mm -hmm. a lifestyle, not just losing weight. And so um, something that I have is on the refrigerator, I have this... It's kind of like a point chart kind of system, but I did it more to keep myself focused on like, these are the things, like these are my weak areas and this is what I need to make a habit. And so what I do is I go throughout the day um, and I try to do things that are on that list. So some of them would be like, um, there's a point for walking for 30 minutes or it's a point for going to the gym. Or it's a point for 
getting four servings of vegetables because I can eat fruit very well, but vegetables sometimes I struggle with. So it has those things. And then at the end of the day, it makes me look at that, the things that I've checked and I look at which ones which ones am I hitting and what are the ones I'm not hitting? That's a good idea. I've never heard anybody. Well, I know we're in kindergarten. They do the chart, uh, you know, with the stars <laughs> on it. Uh, um, but th- that's actually a pretty good idea. You know, whatever your weak areas are, mm-hmm. you know, you have that focus. Not saying focus on I'm bad at this, but this is what I'm going to do right. to improve on it. So instead of saying you're bad, you're bad for, you know, I didn't eat all my vegetables. Okay, what can I do tomorrow yep. to get maybe that extra cup of vegetables or what, however you do your meals. Yep, that's what I try to do. And so then I keep track and then after I get a certain amount of points, then I have like a jar. And I made the jar because I needed to teach myself that food doesn't need to be the reward. Yes. And so in that jar, it has things like buy a new pair of pants or buy new workout shoes or just go because we live close to Peoria, just go to Peoria with a friend and go to like a bookstore. Have you been listening to my past podcast? (laughs) I just did one on like not, you know, not using food as reward kind of. And that was one of the things I said, buy a new outfit, go, go do something you never wanted to do. Because we, when we use food as a reward, there's a little meme that goes around says, you're not a dog. Right. Use food as a reward. (laughs) And so that's why I came up with the jar. Just so I had something. Well, I was still rewarding myself, but I was, I'm also teaching myself that food isn't that reward. Yeah. Yes. What kind of exercises do you do? For So for me, what I like is I, I do walking a lot and I do running. I really like like the couch to 5K because yeah. it's, it's nice because it's like programmed for <laughs> you. It tells you when to run, when to walk. I really like that. I do go to the gym. I try to do the weight training and I just do like an online one. Um, then I, f- I think it's through bodybuilding.com, but you can kind of pro go through and tell them what you want. And then they kind of come up with a program that someone's created that kind of fits your. Oh, that's wants. nice. Is there a fee for that? Or is that a free? It's free. Bodybuilding.com. Mm-hmm. See there, there you go, everybody. There is a way he made a way to figure out how to do it. Right. People I think don't realize how much stuff is online. You know, I have a bunch of uh, YouTube videos where I do workouts. You know, uh-huh. it's kind of free, except you're paying for your data. But, right. <laughs> but, but it's free. Right. It's there because a lot of people say, well, I don't know what to do. You know, I'll say, well, here's something to get you started. Well, walking's great. Right. You know, a great way. And I think you have a treadmill at home, don't you? Uh-huh. I have a treadmill. And then I live right next to the nature trail that was just built in our community. Mm-hmm. So I often just walk from my house to the trail and I'll just walk on the trail and then walk back home. Yeah. I actually just walked it today. It was mm-hmm. nice. It's a nice oh, trail. Oh yeah. So even there... when it's hot, it's cause there's so many trees. <laughs> that keep. <laughs> Do you have a particular exercise that you like? Look, I love kickboxing. That's my favorite. Really? Yeah. I know. Surprising. <laughs> Um, I would say for me, I feel like I like the weight training because you can feel, you can feel and see the results more, are quicker. And I think it's just from like, you're building up. So like every week, like maybe one week you bench a hundred pounds and the next week you try 105. <laughs> and then if that works and you're like at 110, where I, with running sometimes 
Like you just do it and you do it. And I, I found that sometimes I get discouraged with that. I like it because I like, I, I feel so accomplished after I did because running was like my enemy. Yeah. I still don't run. I I just walk. (laughs) I, yeah. I, I just remember like the mile day or like the pacer test in high school where you have to run back. And, like, it starts off slow, and then every number gets faster and faster. Like, that was my enemy. So I think I do running more of to prove to myself that I, I can, can do it. Because um, for so long, I was like, I can't run. I, I can't do that. <laughs> but that's what I like. And it works for me because I found that if I do an exercise at home, there's I come up with so many reasons for why you can't do it. I can't do it. Oh, I really just need to clean this room or, <laughs> oh, I need to do this or, oh, I need to do that. And so for me, I have to go out of the house. But I, I think everyone, it it takes you coming up with what works for you. Yeah, I call that your exercise personality. Yeah. What's your exercise personality? Do you like to work out with a group of people? You know, Do you like to be alone? So I, personally, I like it alone because that's my time. I kind of mm-hmm. get my head together, and but I like to exercise with people too. I go to my local, the local Y, uh-huh. and I love doing the classes there. And it just depends on how I feel that day. I, I agree. <laughs> I definitely agree because I I think I do some of my best thinking when I'm walking, and because I think it just gives you that away time from everyone to just think and process. Um. So I. I agree. Some, I think for like running and walking, I'm more of a, I want to do that by myself. Yeah. But like the weight training, that's when I'm like, I feel like I, <laughs> you need somebody. I need someone there to just push me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I actually, usually on the weight training, cause I do it at home. I'm I, like, I'm at the point of, I need heavier now. Uh-huh. It's just one of those things. Like you said, you, you're very driven. I know when it's time to push uh-huh. and, and I just know, okay, it's time to go heavier. Um, did you ever have a, a trainer or anything help you with the, you just kind of knew what you had to do or just read? I just kind of read and I've just kind of done from that. Um, I have friends that, you know, they're personal trainers or um, fitness is their thing. So I often ask them questions on like, what are some good exercises or like for a while I really struggled with protein and yeah. getting enough protein in my diet. So I'm like, what are some good snacks that have protein in them? Or what are some good meals that have protein in them? And so they would give me suggestions. Like, um, So like for me, I eat an apple at three o'clock every day. <laughs> like it, it's just my habit. I, my kid, my speech kids and my students, they always make fun of me because I always have an apple at like three o'clock, like right when school is <laughs> out. And it, I like it because it just gives me that boost of energy. And so they were like, well, you need to have something with protein with that apple. You eat peanut butter? So yeah. I'll eat peanut butter, or I might have a protein bar with my apple, or something like that, so that I'm getting some protein, or I'll have nuts. I love peanut butter. I, I'm a peanut butter nut. I, <laughs> I mean, I try to watch it because it is naturally high in fat, you right. know, but um, usually I'll have a tablespoon or two. Two is the max I'll do if I do eat it. But uh, usually that gets me full. And, right. And, and when I tell people, they're like, I never thought about that. Like, try it. See what happens. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. So what um, What do you, I know we're kind of talking about food now. Do you have like anything you said, I, I'm not going to eat that anymore? Or did you find better substitutes for the foods that you eat? So for me, 
like I, I cut out soda, no soda. I really try to avoid fast food. Yeah. <laughs> Anything fried. I don't try, I try not to eat that. For me, I kind of made it um, an experience because I like to cook. Like I really enjoy cooking. Um, it's one of my hobbies. So online, you know, foodnetwork.com or Pinterest or like you can just type in things. And so I kind of made it like a food testing kitchen experience. So I'll just try all these different recipes online and I'll be like, oh, that was really good. Like, um, I make this like Thai basil stir fry. That's super easy. That sounds good. You might have to give me that recipe. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's super easy, but it's tasty. I really like it. Um, and you make it with ground turkey. It's like basically ground turkey, basil, peppers, onions, and then a stir fry sauce that you make. And you, I mean, with that, it's like sriracha, um, soy sauce, which you can control which kind you want, yeah. um, fish sauce, and l- lime juice. You see, and a lot of people tell me, well, I don't know what to cook. And I'm like, you can get online and do a search, even if you want like basic healthy chicken recipe. Yeah. And you can just find anything. You know, um, I have a cook, I call it my cook binder, uh-huh. where I collect recipes. <laughs> I've been doing this for years. And every and one of my friends said, when you die, Gwen, I want that binder. <laughs> because, you know, I, I, like I said, I've always looked for better substitutes of the right. foods, especially dessert. I love dessert. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's a, I always talk about this blog called Chocolate Covered Katie, where she makes healthier or better portion right. or, or it uses better ingredients. Because do you, do you notice that when you eat real, I, I shouldn't say, I'm not trying to down fast food, but when you eat real food, that it seems to fill you up quicker. Oh, for and, sure. Um, if I, I feel full quicker and I can tell when I haven't made the best choices with food. Um, cause I, I never get headaches. And if I have a headache, it's because I didn't sleep enough, I didn't drink enough water, or I haven't had enough, like, fruit, vegetable. And so your body's used to, to the healthier lifestyle now. Right, at this point. So it tells me, like, you're not making the best choices. My, I've experienced, I'm glad you're saying all this, <laughs> because this is what, you know, everybody asks me about. That There just comes a point when you're like, I don't want that stuff anymore. Right. You, I don't even crave it. Like I had a donut two weeks ago and it was okay, but it wasn't like, wow, I have to have another donut right now. <laughs> you know, I ate it and that was it. Right. It was just a donut. And I see, I bake on this side or, um, and I also, a lot of times if I'm going somewhere, I'll bake for them. And so for me, like what I'm fine with baking is just tasting what I made to make sure it tastes fine. And that's literally all I want. Like, I don't want the huge piece <laughs> of cake or the cupcake or the five cookies at this point. I just taste it to see if it tastes okay. And that's literally all I need. My problem is the salty things, <laughs> like the bag of chips. So I don't buy those anymore. Do you have, did you replace it with something though? Like you eat um, maybe the lighter popcorn, lightly buttered popcorn yeah, or something like that? I do the like popcorn. That. The air pop popcorn. Um, and then I try different things with my popcorn. So like right now I've been trying the spray. Yeah. Um, with a little sriracha. Ooh. Yeah, like I'll, like a little olive oil and sriracha and I'll stir it together and then I pour it over the popcorn. That's, that's good. Wow, that would be a good um, salty substitute is right. what I call it. Yeah. <laughs> or like with my nuts, like cashews or almonds or anything like that. 
Um, I'll make like curried nuts. Like that's something that I found that, and it's simple. It's just, um, egg whites and curry powder and you just mix it up and then you kind of mix the nuts in it and you bake them. And so then I feel like I'm getting like a nice salty treat, but I'm not. And that's something you could make up like a big batch ahead of time and just have it. For sure. Yeah, and that's another thing I'm a big proponent of is pre-planning as much as possible so that when you go home, it's not like, what, what, oh, just, you just start grabbing right. whatever's there. Did you start, do you log at all? Like have an app where you log or a, a notebook? Or- I, I do log. Um, I use MyFitnessPal a lot. And so that's one of the things on my point chart because sometimes I'm not very good about mm-hmm. logging because you... I found, and I, this is one of my justifications. I'll be like, Oh, I'm making good choices. Like I know what's good and what's not. I don't need to log. <laughs> and then you realize I probably should have just kept logging. That's something I struggle with, but I like my fitness pal a lot for the fact that it tells you for the most part, all this nutritional, like the nutrition in it. It's not yeah. just about the calories. Yes. It'll tell you like what vitamins were in there, your protein, your carbs, your fats. Get some fiber. Your fiber. Make you feel fuller longer. Exactly. That's what everybody asks me usually because they'll say, well, you know, I'll just want a candy bar. Well, if you eat a fruit instead of that candy bar, you're getting the fiber that comes with the fruit, which will keep you fuller longer. Then you won't get that, you know, sugar spike like you do with the candy bar. Because I've been through that too. Um, I remember one Christmas I was going to save up all my all my treats, and I ate uh, them at once. I thought, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> oh, boy. I, oh. I mean, I knew sugar affected you, but I didn't realize it affected you that bad. Right. That was my last of, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> so what are, I know you said you want to lose another 30 or 40 pounds. Are you, what are you doing to try and do that? I mean, are you thinking you need to adjust anything? Have you plateaued at all? Or Yeah, I was, I think that's what kind of started the, the the justifications to maybe slip a little bit is because I was at a plateau. <laughs> um, so I've been trying to look at what I'm eating. Is there something that I'm missing? I've kind of been researching the whole like the macro thing and trying to because um, sometimes I'm not very good, especially with carbs. Carbs. I eat a lot. Of, I ate a lot of carbs. I still eat a lot of carbs, and so I. That's something I've been looking at is trying to figure out how can I still, I mean, I don't want to cut out carbs. I've always found that if something tells me to cut out all of something oh, yeah. or to just eat something, I probably shouldn't do it. So I don't want to go on like a no carb diet, but I just want to figure I out. I tried it. It wasn't fun. <laughs> and I'm not saying you should never do it. I studied it and I tried it, but the reason I did it was because I knew it would make me lose weight faster, but I thought... I can't keep this one up. <laughs> right. That's, yeah, that's my struggle. Because I could probably do it for, you know, a week or two. <laughs> and then after that, like, I, I just want a piece of bread. Or... <laughs> well, I actually eat a lot of carbs. I mean, my average grams of carbs is like 230. When I get to the 300, that's when I know my body doesn't like that. Uh-huh. But I eat a lot of more complex carbs, like brown right. rice and, and things like that. Or even if it's pasta, it's like the whole wheat pastas. But I don't eat that very often. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, so I don't go crazy about you know, when somebody says, I don't eat, eat like 60 car- grams of carbs, I'm like, whoa, I think I've had that by breakfast. <laughs> you know, because, you know, I, I work out early, so I already had something pre-workout right. and then post-workout. And then usually even after I have breakfast at about, 
eight o'clock, I eat again about ten thirty because I am hungry. Right. So do you do you notice that you need to eat regularly now that you're more active? For sure. I try to bring snacks so that I can have them along with like my apple at three o'clock <laughs> or a protein bar. Because um, especially with subbing, one day I might be in the high school in an English class, and the next day I could be in a music classroom in the, at the elementary school and have kindergarten through fourth grade. So, like, I never know exactly what my day is going to be like. Um, but you're planning as I'm, best as you can. For- yes. And so I try to have, like, those the curried nuts or um, protein bar, or I always have my apple after school. And I have them, and I bring them in a bag so that I have them. So when I do have a chance to snack on it, I'm snacking on it. <laughs> and I... Um, so... On the carbs, one thing that I found, um, I read somewhere that if you're going to have a heavier carb meal, you should have it at lunchtime. Yeah. So something that I do now that I've seen kind of been working for me is that I have that heavier carb meal at lunch. And so that's when I have like my pasta or my rice or something so that I still get those carbs and I still feel the the carb joy of my (laughs) pasta and rice. That I I don't I like know. that carb joy. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever get over that. <laughs> um, but I have it earlier so that my I have more time to burn that off. Yeah, and I've read articles that tell you to do that. And usually my dinner is like my lighter meal because I do eat so regularly throughout right. the day. I'm really not that hungry. Mm-mm. You know, by the time I go to bed, most of my my bigger calorie load is probably early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Same here. I I do have a question for you. I always want to ask guys this. You know, women. We have this thing, it's like when we, we, you know, we're always telling ourselves, oh, I have such big thighs, oh, I have such a big, big rear, you know. Do guys do that? Oh, I think for <laughs> sure. Um, I I can, like, I'll notice, it might, I don't think it's this, I think it's different in the way that, I think with right now, the focus is like your muscles yeah. and stuff, so. Yeah, I see, I always ask guys, is it that you want to look like the rock? You know, and actually several of them have told me no. No. You know, because it seems like women, we're always striving to look like some movies. Like, I want to look like so-and-so. You know, but guys don't, to me, don't seem to even care about that. They don't compare themselves, it seems, to other men. Right. I think it's, especially like The Rock, he's like so, like, far (laughs) away from like where we're at that we're we're just like, that's not possible. But like, (laughs) maybe like, you know, someone that's like more fit, but not... The rock, like I don't know, like Ryan Reynolds, maybe like where there's still muscle tone. Like I, but think it's not that, like chiseled where they're right. working out all you know all day. Yeah, and... that's what I'm more of looking at. Like, can I, like, for me, it's like when can I start seeing the muscles develop in my body and not fat? So like that's what I look for. Like, oh, I can start seeing my biceps or my calves. <laughs> like. I can start seeing the muscle in my calf. Like, that's kind of what I look for. Do you think you're more confident now? You know, because you said you're the spe- assistant speech teacher. So one of the reasons why I lost weight, too, is because when I'm in front of people, I felt like they're just looking at my roundness. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. No, I or when I Because I play piano, too, and that was another thing. It was kind of hindering me because I was so worried about what people were thinking about the way I looked. Uh-huh. Do you think that's helped you... You know, be more confident when you're going out to meet people or even in front of the students. I think so. I can always tell when I'm starting to lose more weight when people think I've gotten taller. <laughs> and I think I'm subconsciously carrying myself 
with more, you know, more upright, more, um, with more confidence because I, I haven't grown. I mean, I'm 24. <laughs> like I'm really beyond the growing point. I mean, it's still probably would be possible for me to grow, but you're done. I'm pretty, I think I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, you do carry yourself better. Um, you, you stand up, you don't, it's almost like you don't mind people noticing you. Right. And I can tell, um, cause especially when I was bigger, like, this for me the stomach is the area probably that I look at the most and so I'd be like oh can is like my stomach like can you really notice my stomach or is it really just kind of blending in <laughs> kind of situation and so but now I don't I mean I still look at that area well it's I, it's a mental thing yeah. you know you think about it do you sometimes when you look in the mirror think I still look the same or you you don't realize the changes that you for made for sure for sure I I. I don't think I can ever tell how much weight I've lost, but I think I can tell when I'm starting to start to gain again. I don't know. I don't know if that's just me, but like when I hit the the low point and I can see my stuff gaining, I think that's when I'm like, I got to get back on it. Like I can just tell in my, like my cheeks and my posture and... Can you tell by the way your clothes fit? I can tell. Yeah. That's something that I've worked on. I don't, I don't like really tight clothes by any means. But I make sure when I lose weight that I get rid of every clothes item that is too big. I get rid of it because before I kept all those clothes. And so when I started gaining more weight, I just... Go back. Go back to those clothes. That's the thing. You don't plan on going back, right? Right. Not this time. (laughs) So when I start to not have as many clothes, then I'm like, well, I'm not buying more... (laughs) clothes that are bigger like I'm not doing it so I'm either gonna have to wear the same outfit until I lose (laughs) some weight or I'm just gonna have to get on it right now and just start getting back into the more of the clothes that I have so you're pretty disciplined I try to be I mean I'm not perfect by any means by any means but I I try to make it an effort I just remember this quote especially now that I work with kids it's be who you um, needed when you were a kid and I think that's something that I think about now that I'm adult and I work with so many um, kids of all ages is what kind of person did I need when I was little to show how to be healthy? And so yes. that's what I try to do. And I mean, the kids laugh at me. Like something I do is I'm really big about drinking water. And so I have like five water bottles <laughs> and every night I prepare all my water bottles with ice and stuff. And I take them to school and I have a bag that literally has all these water bottles and my snacks. And I'll drink my water bottles and throughout the day I'll leave them. Sometimes it depends on what class I'm in. But I'll go through them. And so in the class or throughout the day, a kid might see me with one water bottle. (laughs) By lunch I might have a different one. By the end of the day I might have a different one. And so they're like, how many glasses or bottles of water do you have mr brown and i'm like eh, like five <laughs> yeah but they're seeing that they're, that's how kids learn right habits you know um that's how i learned my eating habits i saw what my mom and them did so i ate the same way yep didn't know that you did anything different <laughs> you know i didn't know you could leave food on the plate right so um but but i did notice when i would go to other people's houses that oh they're not all like digging into the pot like we do or you know they're they're actually drinking water what's water i don't know what that is you where's the soda (laughs) so yeah um one question i will we're gonna go ahead and start wrapping things up one thing i always think about is i 
I say the old Gwen, you know, I call myself the old Gwen. What would I tell the old Gwen? Is there anything you would go back and tell the old Jasper, you know, like, hey, you know, don't give up or, you know, you can do this or, you know, you notice when you're gaining that weight back, like, don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) I think I would tell myself to not give up, like to just keep going, even when it was tough or even when I wasn't feeling it, to just keep going, like just keep doing it. Because I've, I think when my low points start to happen, it's when I start telling myself, it's all right. You worked <laughs> out four week or four days this week. Like you can skip that fifth one or, you know, like you've been doing a lot. Like you can take that day off when you already took that day off the day yeah. before. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what I would tell myself is to not give up. What would you tell someone listening today that, you know, maybe is where you were then, you know, like you said, you, uh-huh. you're on the second go around. What would you, I mean, would you give them the same advice? Just don't give up. Just start planning as best you can. And yeah, I think so. I would say probably don't give up and don't feel bad. Cause I think a lot of times when you start to gain that weight back, you feel, you feel guilty because you've gained all that weight back, but you also feel kind of guilty and embarrassed because there was all these people cheering you on and you just let them down. You kind of feel like that, even though that's not really the case. I feel like most of the times I think really they just want you to be happy and whatever happy is for you, like that's what they want for you. Um, so I think I would tell them like, if it's your second, if it's your third, if it's your sixth, seventh, whatever time it is, don't give up and don't feel bad that you're doing it. You're again. doing it again. <laughs> Just take this as an opportunity to learn from what your mistake is or what happened to cause you to start going back to the unhealthy ways that you were doing. Cool. So if anybody wanted to contact you, you know, where, where, is there a way they could contact you, like an email or something, if they had any questions? or uh, Sure. My email is brown.jasper1123 at gmail.com. And then... I'm on Facebook and I'm on Instagram. I, it's it's like J Brown Healthy Lifestyle Journey or something like that. Because um, I found that I needed somewhere where I was posting pictures. Not so much for other people. I mean, if people want to follow it, that's perfectly fine. But more for me so that I could see the journey that I was doing. So those are... The ways I would say you could contact me. Okay. Well, thank you, Jasper, for coming on the program today. And I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I hope you did, too, being my first guest. (laughs) Thanks for having me. (laughs) The information in this podcast is for informational purposes only. I'm not a medical professional. You should consult with your doctor or medical professional before beginning any weight loss or exercise program.